Hello, on this week's episode of Movies That Make Us, we are talking about our favorite movies from 2019. That's right, this is our year in review, and it's only coming two weeks into the new year. Yay! We are so on top of things. We actually recorded this episode before last week's episode, uh, but uh, due to a producer decision, I decided to put last week's episode up last week after the Golden Globes, and so it was a little bit more applicable to what was going on last week, uh, and then the we moved this episode to this week. Uh, so if it sounds like it's a little bit out of order, that's why. Uh, but in this episode, we are going to talk about some of our favorite movies from 2019. We're going to compare that to the list of the top 10 grossing movies of 2019. And what were the 10 or so best movies of 2019? And how do the, the two lists compare? Uh, we also talk about why we like the movies that we did. And we look forward to the Golden Globes at this point, because it was happening in the future, and the Oscars, whose nominations are coming out this morning uh, as this episode airs. So that's what we're talking about on this episode. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're in all the places. You can find us Facebook and Instagram as Movies That Make Us. You can find us on Twitter as at Movies Make Us. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening. And now on to the show. This is Movies That Make Us. Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And today we are talking about movies for 2019, our favorite movies. But before we get into that, I do want to just recognize that we are now streaming on Krypton Radio. Woohoo! Yay! So this is a great radio station, internet radio station. They do sci-fi radio and they have uh, picked us up and they're going to be playing our show there and we're excited to be partnering with Absolutely. them. Absolutely. So I that'll mean, be awesome. If you didn't know before, we're kind of a big deal, so... <laughs> <laughs> And if you're catching us on Krypton Radio for the first time, you'll, you'll Welcome learn. Aboard. Welcome aboard. We're kind of a big deal. This is the way, and we have spoken. This is, yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. We steal everyone's stuff also. That's what great artists do. They take other people's stuff and repurpose it for their own so art. Mm -hmm. we did, yes. Yeah. We kind of did our, the first, like, we took a week off for the holiday. We did, yeah. So did you guys have a good holiday? It was good. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. Yeah. Nice and quiet and... Well, I mean, he has six kids. No yeah, there was no nice and quiet for me. You may have had some quiet. He had no quiet. <laughs> no. No. They were up early and often and throughout the night. It was awful Christmas Eve. But other than that, <laughs> it was great. It was awful. It was I loved great. it so much. <laughs> the holidays are always so magical <laughs> at the Dietz household. So over the next few weeks, we're going to kind of cover – um, movies. Uh, today we're going to cover movies uh, that we loved for 2019. Um, our next episode, we're actually going to cover uh, the movies that were nominated for Golden Globes and SAG and kind of look at how those differ and make our predictions on what will be nominated because the following week after that, the nominations come out for Oscars yep, yep. Um, and see where it's going to go there. And I, it's kind of like the season um, for filmmakers. It's like the love to hate you season uh -huh. yeah. because it's just like these people weren't nominated. And so it must be this con conspiracy and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, it's just movies. Why can't we all get along? Well, and, it's, and it's a time of year too, where nothing really big is coming out. No. In Right yeah, now. if a movie comes out in January or February, it's not That's, expected to go anywhere. Yeah. However, they have before. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, over the last couple. couple of years, there have been some uh, movies that have been um, released in February and March that have actually gone on to be nominated. Yeah, so. February once uh, I think Three Hundred was kind of the one that really started bucking mm -hmm. that trend a little mm -hmm. bit because yeah. it came out in that March was, and that mm -hmm. kind of started changing the storyline a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but it used to be kind of like the throwaway months. Yep. of movies, whereas like December is like the month where it's like, oh, let's just get hurry and get it in the theater so it can get nominated, mm -hmm. um, even if a cat's missing a hand. And, <laughs> yeah, no problem. And one of your main characters doesn't, doesn't actually have any fur. Have any fur. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk Shuttered. about cats in a minute. But uh, I think it, it's so hard to pick like a favorite movie this year has had so many amazing films. Good, good, good stuff. Um, the top grossing films, I got to say <laughs> Disney did a good job 
2019. Oh, um, do they have a couple that are on the list? They have a few. So let's start at number 10. The top. Now, what is this Disney company you speak of? <laughs> you know, I'm going to go to this Disney place in oh, a couple really? of days oh. and I'll let you know how okay. it turns out. Right. But um, So number 10, It Chapter 2. Um, what did you think of it was, that movie? It was okay. Because that's kind of your genre that you like. Yeah, you're yeah. kind of our horror guy. <laughs> horror, horror guy. Just want to make sure we got all the R's in there. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you pronounce that. That was a Warner end. Brothers movie, $211 million. The first, the first part was better. Um, I just felt like you got some really good adult actors and they looked like the kids. Like you could imagine those kids grew up to be those adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the adult cast just didn't have that same chemistry. But there were some pretty big names in there. There were some huge names in there. And yeah. it was just kind of it was just kind of okay. But horror films uh, always make money, so oh, yeah. they don't even yeah, necessarily have to be mm-hmm. good. Well, and especially if it's a Stephen King horror film, they yeah. typically do really well. Yeah, which is funny because those used to be death at the box office. You know, they <laughs> used to be terrible, around. terrible yeah. films. So number nine, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, Disney, three hundred and sixteen mm-hmm. million. Now, of course. Um, this still has a couple more days to make some money. Yeah, and I think I think they anticipate it will actually end up in the number eight spot. Yeah, which I mean, be my guess. this considering it came out the last week was, of the year. You know, I didn't see. I think this list was put up in the beginning um, of this last week, mm-hmm. and yeah. when I left work on Friday, it was already at four hundred million. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I think it's it's probably rise. It's probably actually it'll rise. Ah. <laughs> it's probably. In I almost was going to let that go. <laughs> number five, and this list um, is uh, on Wikipedia, by the way. So um, it probably wasn't updated. I mean, I printed it off today, so you know. yeah. Um, and then Joker, Warner Brothers movie. So so far, Warner Brothers has two. Um, they're at number eight. Uh, though that's a big deal for Warner Brothers. That's a, that huge is a, it's huge. Um, Warner Brothers, yeah. Because it, it literally this whole list is Disney versus Warner Brothers. Um, so, um, well, it's just funny. They've got two on the list, but they're probably going to end up being the bottom two on the list. But still, that's they're on their top bad. ten, man. Well, and and the and Joker, I think, was one that did surprisingly well. I think people anticipated it, but I don't Warner know Brothers, that they anticipated it doing so well at the Warner box Brothers office. Was afraid it would flop. <laughs> yeah, they actually. Sp- uh, split production costs with another group. I think it was Universal, mm, um, but they split you, the costs and the profits, and now they're kind of kicking themselves because well, they're making another one. So I wonder yeah. what that contract looked like. So yeah. uh, number seven is a movie I don't think should be on this list, and it's Aladdin. Yeah, um, yeah from that was Disney. That was a huge surprise for Disney. I think people got excited about it, and then they and it wasn't a horrible it was, movie. It, it was just fine. It was okay. <laughs> well, and I think yeah. I think it was opening, just fine. I mean, you look at where it was placed in the year. I think it was in April. Yeah, they did a good job out. with placement mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and it was before any of the big superhero movies were coming out. Avengers right. hadn't hit because I think it was just prior to Avengers, or was it just I after? It was after. It might have been I after. I have to look at that and see, but yeah, I mean they they. They put it in a strategic spot because it was the perfect time for you to there take your kids. Really, I was going to yeah. say there wasn't a lot of family films when no. that came out. Yeah. Well, and I think that people kind of weren't excited about it at first, but word of mouth was it wasn't horrible. And so I think it picked up steam yeah. the longer yeah. it was yeah, out it in, the, wasn't in the theater. Yeah. yeah. Um, number six is a movie that wouldn't have made this movie unless it was pla- – you know, if it wasn't placed where it was and that's Spider-Man Far From yeah, Home. Absolutely yeah, absolutely And agree. that's a Sony movie, but we all know it's also a very Disney. big Disney movie. So Sony can pretend all day long that that's its movie, but it's not. <laughs> we, um, listen, we watched that power struggle play out and Sony did I, not win. Uh, yeah. I, I – <laughs> I, again, Far From Home was fine. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was yeah. a fine movie, and you know mm-hmm. how much I love Spider-Man, but if it wouldn't have been placed right after Endgame, oh, yeah. it wouldn't have made that much money. Nope. Exactly. Um, and so, I mean, it congratulations for doing your job. It definitely benefited from the next one right mm-hmm. after Endgame for yeah. him. So, yep. Yeah. Um, Frozen 2 comes in at number five. Again, this movie, it, I mean, it was just released four weeks ago right. and mm-hmm. the fact that it's on this list at number five is mm-hmm. fantastic. $410 million. You cannot stop Elsa. Nope. No, you can't. You, you can't. Will never. And here we go with the basically all top five are Disney. Yep. So Frozen Two, number four is Captain Marvel. Number three, Toy Story Four, which I absolutely oh, I love. Toy Story number Marvel. two, Lion King, which I didn't love at five hundred and forty-three no. million. And this is the thing between two and one. So Lion King, five hundred and forty-three million and some change. Number one, Avengers Endgame at eight hundred and fifty-eight million dollars and change. Um, and I have to say that Endgame is one of my favorite movies yep. of the year. Yep. Yeah. I agree. I, I loved Endgame. And I think part of the reason why I did is because it was the buildup of the last 10 years of Marvel mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. Now, 
we get to this climax of Endgame and what happens in that. And, and it was really well done. I don't think they lost yeah. the story. I liked I don't it think better they... than Star Wars. I thought it ended that chapter mm-hmm. better than Star Wars did. And I like Star Wars. I liked it mm-hmm. quite a bit. I gave it an A- minus originally. Um, but I really enjoyed Endgame. That that was a lot of movie, but it never felt bloated. It never felt rushed. It just felt like it was exactly what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. I, it, so, and of course, now I think it's the top grossing movie of all time. It it, it finally beat, beat out Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, they re released I mean, it in theaters. And to be fair, Avatar does have some sequels coming out that I'm sure they keep pushing them back. I know. Yeah. Now, Avatar Two is already made. Uh, mm-hmm. My friend Mike from B98.7, That's his son worked on Avatar 2. It's mm-hmm. done. Right. And they're already working on Avatar 3, but they keep pushing the dates back, so this movie may never come out. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens with Avatar 2 and going forward mm-hmm. because the people forget the reason why Avatar did as well as it did was because 3D movies were kind of this – newish thing. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had 3D movies for a long time, but right, right. the 3D movies as we know them now, they, and Avatar was the experience for 3D 100%. movies at the time. And so you 100%. went for that experience of seeing it in the theater, in 3D. It's not a great movie. No. And so it'll be interesting to see what the sequels so, do. But. but the 3D was so immersive and so you know different than anything we had seen before. Whereas we were used to a couple things like coming at our faces. Mm-hmm. Somebody throws a spear or something. And, um, and But that one you just felt like you were living on this planet. Yep. Uh, but the story was just kind of – and I don't think it really took as much hold in the public consciousness. Like it's not this – big thing like Avengers is or right. Disney is. So it'll be, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how the sequels do. So from this top 10 list, is there any movie? I mean, we all say that Endgame was one of our favorite mm-hmm. movies of the year. Toy Story 4 was mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, Joker, I definitely... I'm mixed it, on that one. It's I, I, I can't use the word favorite. Right, right. <laughs> I think yeah. as, a, as a movie, as a film lover, filmmaker, I definitely think that is a contender for a movie that... I think goes on a favorites list because of what it was. Right. But when I think of a favorite, I think of, I don't know why I automatically go to something that makes enjoyable. me feel good and enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. And this movie, I think I'm glad it was made. Um, yeah. But I don't know that I can say it is my fa- a favorite movie of the year. It's, it's interesting. They just released the script mm-hmm. um, officially. You can go oh, wow. download okay. it and the script. And this is what I felt watching the movie. The script is just not that good. It's mm-hmm. really oh. not. But Joaquin Phoenix just made it completely made that movie for me. Yeah. And he was mesmerizing. If he doesn't win best actor. Yeah. Some of those scenes where he is in so much pain, but he's laughing hysterically, but you can tell he is still just dying inside Mm -hmm. were incredible. Yeah. But the script was just kind of met. The direction was just kind of met. The cinematography was quite good. The cinematography I liked the was cinematography. great. Yeah, the acting was so, great. So, so Avengers, yes for me. Toy Story four for me. Are you guys a Toy Story four? Uh, yeah, well, I love um, Toy Story four. And, and I have to say, I I do. I love. I really love Star uh, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Yes, Endgame. I think hit it a little more on the nose for me as far as if you had to compare those two right, movies. Right. But for me, I walked really out fair. of Rise of Skywalker and I thought, okay, I'm good with this. I was this. satisfied. And I gave it an A- minus as well. I'm not going to tell everybody why yet until we do our big Star Wars mm-hmm. roundtable mm-hmm. um, because there are a few reasons why it did not get an A-plus for me. Um, but um, I would say that those three movies on these top ten grossing are in uh, my favorite lists of the year. 100%. Yeah, I would I would include those three probably for me too, but I'd also probably throw in Frozen 2. I actually really like Frozen 2. I, I enjoyed it, it. I enjoyed it. I don't know um, other than when it comes to Disney Plus, I don't know that I'll, I will see it mm. again. You have kids at home that I've got will three watch girls, it. Yeah, if, if Sammy was, <laughs> was at that age, I wouldn't mind watching it again. Right. Um, and I will, but I won't go to the theater to see it again. Whereas mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker and Endgame, I've I, multiple times yeah. in, mm-hmm. in theaters. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I saw Toy Story 4 twice in the theaters. So. You know, Toy Story 4 to me was one of the biggest surprises of the year because the trailers didn't do that much for me. And I love the toy story franchise, but I was just afraid there wasn't enough story to tell. Yeah. And then you get in there. I got in there and it was sublime. It was great. I think after toy story three, I felt like the series was wrapped up Mm -hmm. really well. with Toy Story Yeah. I I, I didn't have a feel a need. Like I need another movie to wrap up the story. Um, so I was surprised with how much I enjoyed. I just Toy really Story wanted 4. him to call him Sporky and not Forky. Like, yeah. I wanted him to be Sporky. Yeah, I, like he's I a agree because he's man. a Spork. But I, I don't know. Maybe a little kid wouldn't necessarily look at it that way, and they and she would we call need him to Forky. Teach little kids about Sporks and how and <laughs> how just they're amazing. 
I'm, it's time to have the talk. The sport culture needs to happen. I'm glad that was one of your major takeaways from the movie. We obviously need to teach kids more Listen, about sports. I have, like we're at we're at um, my kind of workplace tonight. We're at the Bearcat Drive over here for Cumulus Radio, and in the B98.7 studio, there's a box of 2,000 sporks. So nice. I like sport culture. I know this is I'm coming out today. Spork lives matter, you- Jake. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't mean to say I don't like sports. I am pro sports. <laughs> okay. So here are some of the popular popular movies of 2019, which when we talk about movies that were nominated next week, we're going to see a lot of these. Yeah. So popular movies, obviously, on here, Endgame, um, The Irishman. Um, uh, that's not on my favorites list. Um, Once, upon a time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Marriage Story. I have heard it's incredible. But uh, I'm marriage scared Story to watch is it. now on Netflix. This is the thing about Marriage Story. Um, if you have gone through a divorce, you need tissues. And I'm talking about men and women. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike and I, uh, who's on the morning show with me on B98.7, we have both gone through divorces and we both bawled watching this mm-hmm. show. I have friends they, who have never gone through a divorce, who've never even been married, who were bawling yeah. on this show. Now, yeah. I. Do I think that it deserves all the nominations that it's getting? I don't necessarily agree with that, um, but I do think it was a well-made movie, and I think that uh, both um, Adam Driver and uh, Scarlett, Johansson. Scarlett Johansson did a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as far well, as favorite movies of the year, eh. Adam Driver's a, an incredible actor. Yeah. I mean, outside of Star Wars, and even in Star Wars, he's great, but those are oftentimes the franchises that you overlook no, he's the acting, I, but he's, he's incredible. I mm-hmm. loved him. Last year, he was um, nominated for uh, Black Klansman, and right. I thought that, that was, was a great role. He was a fantastic he was uh, actor fantastic in that movie. In that. Um, Joker, we already talked about. Booksmart, I thought was You really like Booksmart. That yeah. one is Booksmart. on my list. I, I didn't my catch list. that. If you, didn't, if you didn't watch Booksmart, I've got to say... It's it unlike cats. It is unlike any movie that you're going to see, but in a um, good but way. in a good way. <laughs> um, so, Booksmart is on my list. Um, Ad Astra is not on my list. I didn't see that one. Um, yeah, you don't need to. Um, <laughs> but I heard about Space Baboons. It's, it's beautiful right. to watch on the big screen. I saw it in the IMAX theater, and I thought it was a beautiful movie to watch. It's just so many movies. Like it doesn't know what it wants to be. Mm. Um, and you think it's one thing and then you're like, oh, so it's going to be this. And then it's not that. Oh, so it's going to be this. So I was just like, I don't know what you want. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to call you. (laughs) (laughs) What are you right now? I don't know. Um, far from home is on here. Hustlers is another one that I thought, um, yeah, I don't know that it's on my favorite of the year list. I definitely think it was a great movie, but it's another one of those where the trailer did not actually give it what it was. So the trailer mm-hmm. makes it feel like it's this fun loving girl power movie and you get in there and it's really powerful. Um, you know, Jennifer Lopez is powerful in this movie that like I've never seen her in a movie before. So mm. um, it's, yeah, it's really great. The farewell. Oh, that was probably that on, one's, that one's on my really, list. Really good things. That one's probably on my list of favorites. Mm-hmm. The farewell. If you haven't seen that Lion King, not on my list. Um, we, yeah, yeah I think we all get that happen. one. John Wick three, not on my list. I like the first two. I didn't see the third one yet. I mean, I, I feel like they're it's good, the same. But it's exactly, exactly. I, there was no need. I to, had well, more but, fun watching the audience watch the movie yeah, than watching the movie. I think, I mean, that's one that's going to be popular every year that a John Wick movie comes out. Oh yeah, out they're going to keep making them. The, oh, the, sure. the fans they, they love that, those movies. The new Matrix and the next John Wick are allegedly yeah. going to launch on the, on the same, same day. day. They'll fix yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're going to no, fix I, that before. Because people will just do double features. They will go from yeah. one to the other. Yeah. So but I'm sure theaters will do like a double ticket kind of thing. Me. But yeah. John Wick 4 is going to be more of the same and everybody's mm-hmm. going to love it because yeah. it's that's what, that's, they love. that's what they love. Yeah. Midsummer, I haven't seen. Wow. That is a crazy movie. That one, I really – I can't say that I liked it because it's not really a likable film. It's like Hereditary if you – okay. you see Hereditary? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't like it, but I could appreciate it. Okay. Um, but I do have to say that might be my favorite marketing of uh-huh. the year. Okay. Um, because they made there's a scene where these these they're walking through this Swedish village and there's a bear in a cage, and one of the characters they just walk past it and one of the guys is who's uh, visiting says to one of the locals, "What is that?" And the guy goes, 
it's a bear in a cage. And they walk off and this is in the first act. And they don't bring it up again until the very end. And then it plays a crucial part in the film. Oh, interesting. And so they made a little commercial and they actually made hand-carved bears in a cage. And they had this little jingle about how it's a bear in a cage and you oh can buy God. it online. And it was hysterical. But Florence Pugh... Um, who's really taken off is mm-hmm. in that one. She's in the new Little Women. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. In, which I loved um, the the uh, Black Widow film that's coming yeah. out. Um, she was fantastic in that film. Yeah, I really liked um, her in Little Women. But that's a difficult film to watch. But it's good. Another difficult film to watch: The Lighthouse. Um, I don't think oh, I yeah. could do yep. enough drugs for me to like that movie. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of critics really liked how artsy this film was. Mm-hmm. I it was weird. It was and way saying out there. weird. I felt like I was back in my college days watching yeah, experimental I, I film. I felt like again. I was watching a student film. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that that's a bad no. thing because they took a risks, a lot of risks. And I'm the acting was great. Mm-hmm. But what the heck is going on? Am, am I on drugs? I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. can you tell me if I did drugs before I came in here? Because I don't remember if I did. Um, but when I left, I thought, whoever I bought that those drugs from, I that want was... my money back. Do, do you feel like... The cinematography was fine, but I was just like, what the heck the, is going on here? The director didn't give you enough to make sense of the no, symbolism that he was, was trying so to share. Weird. Do you feel like this is one of those times though, where somebody who, who really likes it is just saying that they really like it because it's supposed no. to be artsy and cool? Or do you think I that think there really is something there? I have a friend who really liked okay. it. Okay. That one guy legit liked it. But yeah. I feel like a lot of people I know that liked it are just saying that they liked it because it is this artsy film. Right. They want to pretend like they understand it. And I I mean, I kind of understood I kind it. Of I get, got it. I get what you were trying to do. I get what was going on here. But why? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why. I and, I and again, this is me when last year I was like, I really want to be challenged by a director and I want you to go in a different Right. But holy shit, man. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's I walked out of that film and I was just like, do I not know what a good film is anymore? Like, am I this critic that has no idea how to make a good movie? Like, am I missing something? And I'm like, this movie is going to be nominated for everything Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it is so out there. It is so weird. And but I got to say, with all the weirdness, the acting was fantastic because that William Defoe gives towards here's your weird script. Go for it, and yeah. they get in it's, it, man. It's like a three-minute monologue from William Defoe, and he's using this old-timey seafaring language, and it's just mesmerizing. He's talking about how Poseidon's going to come is, from the depths and smite me. And, and, and it's ruined me because I just, on Disney+, Plus, if you haven't watched Togo, one, don't watch alone. I watched it alone. It wrecked me. But there's a William Defoe is in this movie Togo on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy this movie was made because this movie <laughs> just made me feel like you're so dirty, Willem Dafoe, and I love you, but I just feel like vomity every time I say your name now because of this other movie. But then Togo comes out and I watched it the other night and I'm bawling the whole time and I'm hugging my dogs and I'm just like, thank you, Disney, like Togo. And once again, Disney saves That's the day. That's one of my favorite movies of the year. Togo is on the list. Um, the next movie is Captain Marvel. I thought Captain Marvel it was, was okay. fine. Yeah, it, it wasn't my favorite Marvel yeah, movie, yeah. but it wasn't horrible. No, it didn't suck. Rocket Man is on my list. I love Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. I love Elton John. Mm-hmm. Aaron Egerton was yeah incredible. Yeah, I, I love that. Film. I'm surprised it's not getting more. Yeah. Awards mm-hmm. talk. Yeah, because it's this a is biopic, the thing. It's like those last are typically, year Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. is up there and he didn't even sing. He just had some false teeth in his mouth. Right. right. Freaking Egerton. Actually got, sang. And it's like going on tour voice. with him. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. interesting. I'm, I'm really surprised at the amount of nominations it's not getting. I agree with that. Um, Alita, not on my favorite list. I, I It was fine. I wanted more out of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, um, chapter two, we just talked about. Yep. Rambo was fun, but not on my favorite list. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw is totally on my favorite list. I was waiting that, for that helicopter one. scene alone <laughs> makes me just love that movie so much. Hobbs and Shaw. This is the difference between the movies that gross, the movies that get nominated, and the movies that you just love to mm-hmm. watch. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about today. The movies that you just love to watch. And I got to tell you, I could watch Hobbs and Shaw over and over. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That was surprisingly fun. Yeah. Um, did you see Parasite? 
I have not seen Parasite yet. Parasite's and it is, quite good. Yeah, it's, it's another one of those artistic films. It's a South Korean yes, film. Yes, no, I know what it's I know what it's about. I really want to see it. Um, I need somebody to go with me that won't that doesn't mind subtitles. I'll so. go again. Awesome. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I don't it, I it's not a feel good movie by any means. No, 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 no. no. I know it's the story is about really, really well done. Okay. Yeah. Parasite was really So is good. it on your favorite list or uh, it, no, it'd be one more of where I think it's going to be nominated for a lot, but I'm with you. I kind of like the more touching. This kind of made me feel yeah. icky afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's the wrong kind of touching. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel icky. It's the wrong icky kind. Touching is never good. No. Zombieland double tap. Anybody? It was surprisingly fun. Is it on your favorite list? No, favorite but it list? was, it was fun. No, I, I did okay. see zombie land double uh, tap. No. Any, anytime you got Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray in a film. Yeah. And Bill Murray makes it. He made a great cameo in the first one, but they kill him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he dresses up. He dresses up like a zombie in this movie in order to just kind of live his life. And he's like, "Man, I can I can go golfing now, and no, nobody's bothering me." I feel like that's just Bill Murray playing yeah. Bill Murray yeah. in yeah. the yeah. zombie no, totally apocalypse. Is. Oh, hundred percent. Because he would totally and they do that. Know that, and they yeah. play with that. And then the the girl thinks that he's actually a zombie, so she shoots him. And Woody Harrelson gets really pissed because she just killed Bill Murray. And so then he somehow makes a cameo in the second one, which I won't spoil, but it was, yeah, it was quite it was good. great. Yeah. How to train your dragon, um, the hidden world I thought was so great. See, I, uh, and I missed that one and it's really sad cause I've seen the other how to train your dragons yeah. and I like them quite a bit. I wasn't, I was just like, Oh, we need another one of these. And then I got in there and like, we totally needed another <laughs> one of these. Story four all over again. <laughs> uh, so great. I mean, I wouldn't put it in the same category for me as toy story four, but it was no. definitely, um, really enjoyable. Godzilla, anyone? Uh, King of Monsters, was, favorite okay. list? I, like I wouldn't put it on a favorites better. list, no. Yeah. Um, uh, the Secret Life of Pets 2, I thought was enjoyable. Um, that one. I didn't see the first, the original one, but I, I love Kevin Hart, but I wouldn't put it on my favorites list. Yeah. Dolomite is my name, I think is such great. a great movie, <laughs> man. It's, it's on Netflix now. It's getting a lot of nominations. It's great to see him back in the movies. Um, it is totally rated R. This movie is so rated <laughs> R. There is nothing not rated R about this movie. Um, but I got to say it was totally enjoyable. Uh, not on my favorites did, list, but like almost there. Did almost you catch there. him on SNL? I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Go look uh, up some they, of the clips. They believed that was him because he accidentally he sweared and they yeah. swore. It, it was and live they, in, on yeah. the East Coast. They believed yeah. him everywhere yeah. else. But yeah. he was great. Yeah. Uh, the Souvenir I didn't see. Didn't see that one. Um, Pikachu movie hasn't actually come out yet, but it's on here. For some Detective movie. Pikachu? Or, yeah, Detective Pikachu. It came, it came out. Did it come out? Oh, uh-huh. well, obviously, yeah. Yeah. obviously I didn't see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Det- oh, I think I was thinking of Sonic. Sorry. Yes, oh, Detective oh, Pikachu yeah, Detective came Pikachu out. Came I didn't see it. Um, uh, my son, who's a big Pokemon fan, really mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for the audience that it was, it wasn't. Would it be on his favorite list of the Oh, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> probably his favorite, like, of all time. Oh, okay. But I think if you're not a Pokemon fan or a kid, it's not great. Okay. But fun. Um, yeah. I've heard Abominable it's okay. was so cute. Yeah. I loved Abominable. Uh, wasn't it? Did you giggle? Like, I just giggled. It, it was, was so really good. Well it was made done. for kids. It, it totally was not was. made for adults mm-hmm. at all. There was no innuendo. There was, it was just like farts and giggles and it, like all these silly things that was, kids' movies were. It was, but at the same time, it's <laughs> dealing with a really serious subject. No, it is. But I just thought it was, it, it does it it was really, great really for the first time way. to yeah. go into – and I don't mind that um, animated movies have adult jokes that kids aren't going to get. Sure, sure, sure. But this was like going back to we're making it a kids movie. Yeah, this is it just totally all was. about kids. Mm-hmm. We're going to make them laugh and giggle and going in and watching that movie and hearing all the giggles and then laughing. And then, yes, being about – you know, very specifically, where do you belong? What kind of family do mm-hmm. you belong to? Where do I fit in? All of that stuff is a great message, and I loved this movie. Yeah. Uh, Gemini Man, no. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men Dark Phoenix, no. Uh. Men in Black, no. Nope. Um, Ready or Not, I didn't see that movie. Um, Adam's Family, I didn't see that movie. <coughs> Lego Movie 2 was fine. The first one was so good. And <laughs> it the, was yeah. awesome. The second one was just eh. everything. Yeah, the second one was just meh. Angel has fallen. Anybody for that? One? No, no, I'm not a big uh, fan <laughs> of his. Yeah, Angry Birds two. Anybody? No, I they, like Jason yeah. Sudeikis, but I'm not hitting that one. Downton yeah. Abbey. I he didn't was so see good it. in Mandalorian. Jason oh Sudeikis. Yes. Gosh, that, so, I'm sorry. Uh, as soon as that scene started, I'm like. Taika Waititi for the win. Yeah. Oh, I my gosh. The last, from... the season finale of Mandalorian is my favorite so of the year. So good. 
Um, so good. Downton Abbey, anybody? I've heard it. It's really good, even if you don't watch yeah, the I show. Yeah, seen that's it what yet, I've heard, though. too. Um, I've heard it takes about a half an hour to 40 minutes to kind of settle in if you're not familiar, but then it's enjoyable. I've heard if which, you have watched the show. Which is very similar to like the it. series. It takes about yeah. a half hour, 45 minutes to set in, and that's how long the episodes are. So it's really. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually really enjoyed this series, mm-hmm. but it does take a few episodes to really get into it. Yeah. And then you're kind of invested in the story and everything. Right. And I think it's but probably similar to the movie. I heard if you were a fan movie. of that show, it was great film. Yeah. Uh, Dumbo? Anybody? No. <sighs> yeah, not on my favorites list. Um, Aeronauts. Uh, it's now you can watch it on um, Amazon, on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It's getting some nominations. I like Felicity I thought Jones. It, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I saw it in the theater and I th- the cinematography was great. I thought it was a little weird. Um, it was an interesting movie. Uh, again, I don't know that for me on the big screen it had enough legs but mm-hmm. then watching it at home everyone's really liking it mm-hmm. was it a was it an amazon studios one yes yes so this is and this is where i'm kind of stuck with some of these movies that netflix and amazon are doing now where they're putting them out on the big screen is i feel like more often than not they work great on netflix and they work great mm-hmm. on amazon but i don't feel like they've got the same there's just something it definitely has Off this. It, it looks like a big feature film. Does it? Yeah, mm. no, it does. But the story for me, yeah. I, I felt like it was lacking a little bit, but I know a lot of people that have seen it have just loved it. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was just like, okay, like, eh, it's fine. Um, the Two Popes, I really enjoyed. I've heard that's really um, good. It's now it's on not HBO. On, yeah, it's on HBO. Um, if you have Netflix, uh, you can John watch Malkovich, it. John Malkovich, uh, Jude Law. No, oh, no. Oh, there's this is pope. an Amazon. This is a Netflix yeah, movie, The Two Popes, okay. and it's about. Um, oh, it's, I think it's the new pope. Is so this the, is the uh, Pope Benedict and future Pope Francis. And uh, it has. Um, oh, my gosh. And I, their names are probably. Oh, yes. Anthony Hopkins mm. and Jonathan Price. And I have to say, Jonathan two actors Price. Known for two in the scenery. Jonathan Price. He's an underrated actor. Was fantastic. Now, I'm like, I've grown up Catholic. I know Mm -hmm. all about both of these popes. Um, Both of these popes for me are, I really watched because it was a big time of change in the church. Mm -hmm. And um, Anthony Hopkins, I I felt like they were these popes. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not a fast paced movie. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very slow and it's about their relationship um, and in communicating with each other and how the world is kind of changing around them mm-hmm. and how one hands off to the other. Right. Um, but which is which is not the norm, right? No, it's not the norm. Usually the Pope dies and right. then something happens. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of it, one of those weird places in history for the Catholic Church. And I have to say that they both did really great. But Jonathan Price, like you said, who is usually, you know, a background character. I mean, mm-hmm. most of you guys know him from Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. um, as the dad. He's just kind of floating around doing like weird things oh, every uh, once in a while. I've liked him since Time Bandits. But yeah, yeah. time but a lot of people don't know him mm-hmm. as a main mm-hmm. character and yeah. and I think he did great. Well, I don't know. Brazil. Time Bandits and Pirates of the Caribbean. It sounds Brazil. like he's perfect to play a pope. <laughs> <laughs> Those two like it just seems like that. I mean, just if, you go, if you go if you go through history of the Catholic Church, yes. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, I hope I didn't offend anybody. Um, yeah. I, um, but no, it was really great. I don't think that it's like a favorite of the year, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely glad that the movie was made. Um, did I miss any? Those were like the the popular movies of the year. There's obviously other movies, but what movies are coming to your mind? I think um, one that that's not on that list that I probably enjoyed more than I thought I would was Shazam. Shazam, yeah, Shazam. was really enjoyable. And I yeah. feel like it's one that I could go back and revisit okay. again. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make uh, Black Adam with right. The Rock, which is uh, – and then they'll be uh, – they've already greenlit Shazam 2 and rumors are is that Black Adam will be in that one. Well, and so. I know you love Jojo Rabbit a ton. Yeah, how is that not on that list? Jojo Knives Rabbit. This is just um, – I think just popular um, – I'm trying to – Knives Out was good. Yeah, Those were just popular. They they categorize this also. There's comedies, action movies, dramas. Okay. I just went through the popular list. Okay. Um, whereas Knives Out and Jojo Rabbit aren't actual like box office. I think yeah. big mm-hmm. movies. They're more. They're a little bit off the norm. Um, so those were just the list of populars. If if I had to say what was my favorite movie of the year, it would be Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. That film hit so many parts of my heart that it was. It's funny. It is sweet. It is heartbreaking. It is so, so good with such a good message of overcoming hate and overcoming fear 
and being nicer to each other and finding a way to live together um, that we really don't get as much of, unfortunately. But it was never preachy. It was, I mean, when you, and, and this is the great thing too, because Taika Watiti, his mom told him, it was originally a book. Mm-hmm. And his mom told him about the book and then he hadn't read the book and he wrote the screenplay based on what he, his mom told him. So there's no imaginary Hitler in the book. Okay. Um, but it makes perfect sense that this 10 year old who wants to be a Nazi, wants to be one of the cool kids has this idol, but it's the, it's the Hitler of a 10 year old. He's buffoonish. Right. He's silly. He's well. And, and when you're 10 and you're in the Hitler Jugend, mm-hmm. That's the idealized version 100%. of Hitler that you're going to Absolutely. get. Not the you, – you don't make the connections and especially when you're living it in the moment. And He's this awful, horrible right. human being. And Which it was he absolutely was. We're all on the same page, right? With, Hitler, uh, awful, horrible human being. I'm, I'm sure. absolutely there with you. Just yes. um, but <laughs> the thing yes. was is that Taika Waititi, um, they wanted him to direct it. And for years he put it off because they also wanted him to play Hitler. And he was like – man, that could be career suicide for me. And finally said, the reason I'm going to do it is because I don't want somebody else to take this more serious and ruin what this movie's really about. So that's why he decided to do it. And he's brilliant in it. The little boy who plays Jojo is great. Scarlett Johansson was really, really good. Um, just a really, really good movie. Can't recommend that one enough. Um, the other one that unfortunately didn't make a lot of lists that I really enjoyed was Brittany runs a marathon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good movie. That one was a lot of fun and is, um, somebody who has, has struggled, um, with their weight and has dealt with running to try and get healthier hit a lot of notes for me. Um, it's really, really funny. It's based on a true story. Um, really well done. I like that one a lot. That one's on Amazon prime. You can check that one mm-hmm. out. Now, just to let everybody know, there are 344 feature films that qualify for an Academy Award. That's not even all the movies that were made this year. Those are just the ones that qualify. So picking our favorites, this isn't an easy thing to do. No, it's not. And it's it's really hard to think back on all the movies and say, oh, this was definitely my favorite mm-hmm. from the year. Yeah. I know one, Val, that you've mentioned quite a bit, Ford versus Ferrari wasn't on yeah, the that list. That one was enjoyable. Um, Ford versus Ferrari is probably my number two under Endgame. So it would mm-hmm. probably be Endgame, Ford versus Ferrari, um, Toy Story 4, uh, Star Wars, and then probably Booksmart would mm. be would be my list. Find out your top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I liked Ford v Ferrari quite a bit. I thought that was it was just that was good. That movie is the reason why I love movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like it just has all the things that you love about movies. It makes you feel good. You have the underdog story. You have the characters that you just you want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. The cinematography is great. Oh man, um, some of those racing scenes. Oh were my gosh, really, really fantastic. Good. So yeah, I just I love that movie so much. I could watch it over and over and over. Um, Doctor Sleep. Like yeah, Doctor Sleep that you a lot. Quite a bit. Um, it's coming out on digital download, and there's actually an extended director's cut, which I'm excited to check out. Um, very much an homage to and a sequel to The Shining. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because the book in the book, the hotel burns down at the end of the book, and of course, in Kubrick's movie, the hotel stood. And uh, Mike Flanagan, the director, wanted to incorporate the hotel again um, because they in the book they travel back in in Doctor Sleep, the book they travel back to the grounds. So he's like, so if they're going to do that, then the hotel should be there because most people think of the hotel still being there, and had to talk Stephen King into it. It, but he said, I yeah. won't do this if I don't have your blessing. And Stephen King gave it to him. And so um, really, really interesting to see his style. And then he he really uh, mimics the style of Kubrick when they, when we get back to the hotel. A lot of the shots are these long tracking shots, mm-hmm. and, um, these oblique angles that Kubrick would use. So did um, it feel like a, a good sequel oh, to yeah. The Shining? I was very satisfied with it. And I, I liked the book, didn't love it, loved the movie. Yeah, and in the Ewan McGregor's great. And yes. the the movie happens quite a few years after. Yes, the original uh, movie, the and I think boy, the book does as well. Is does. that right? Uh-huh. So the little boy Danny um, is now an adult, and he's an alcoholic, and he's at the end of his rope and finds salvation, and then he ends up finding this little girl who also has psychic abilities or The Shining. And there are these creatures that take uh, human form. They're, he calls them psychic vampires. 
and they live a long, long time because they basically eat off the, the psychic energy of these kids mm. um, and adults. And so they, they find this little girl. They're coming after her. He's got to protect her. And uh, it's, it's quite good. Yeah. Interesting. A few others, um, <laughs> like 21 Bridges, I really enjoyed, but it won't be on any list mm-hmm. um, just because it is cops and robbers kind of movie. Um, and it had, I, I, I really liked it, but I like the kind of movie. It's kind of like Heat. You know, and I loved Heat, Heat. um, but uh, I really loved this film, and it has uh, it was the Russo brothers that directed the Russo brothers, Mm -hmm. and which a lot of people they they either love or they produced it. Sorry, the director, yeah, yeah. they produced it. The director, um, I can't think of right now, but he's one of those that people either love or hate. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, you have Chadwick. who was in it uh, mm-hmm. and he was fantastic. And I just, I really loved the direction that it went. I like to see him in a different role. Um, but I really like 21 bridges. Another one that I just saw that I really liked was uncut gems. That one's on my um, list to see. I, I've heard good Adam things. Sandler, I'm, man. I'm not a yeah, big Adam it, Sandler it fan, does but not I've heard look like a typical, really it is not a typical Adam Sandler yeah. movie. And I am a fan of Adam Sandler, not all of his movies that there's a list out there that is like, what's the worst Adam Sandler movie of um the decade and That's it just it goes choice. over yeah it goes up because he did not make very many good movies this decade no. now before like mm-hmm. when i was in high school he made a ton of really fun movies but he did this, and, this and decade were, he made a whole bunch of really bad movies so yeah. they, it's a it's a list of bad movies and they go what what's the best of the worst of these and, movies? and like anything that was like the straight to netflix adam sandler movies yeah. were just mm-hmm. awful Tolkien was also great. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I liked it okay. that movie. Um, I liked it because my daughter learned some things that she didn't learn and it actually helped her. Mm. If you're really in to mm-hmm. Tolkien, it, right. it's, it's going to leave you wanting something. But if right. you're new into learning about Tolkien, um, I think you'll actually um, – it will give you something. So I think for me, um, Dark Fate, um, Terminator Dark Fate, oh, yeah. I actually that was really enjoyed. I, that one yeah. Was yeah, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed that movie. Have you seen 1917 yet? Yes, I've seen 1917. I want to see that one. Um, that one so my boyfriend Dave did not enjoy that movie, mm. and he is, has an affinity for war movies like me, and he knows a lot mm-hmm. um, about World War, um, World War One and World War Two. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I really liked it because they did do a different take on it. It's really hard to do a different take on a war film, um, but for me – it's kind of like Saving Private Ryan, except for instead of a group having one sole thing that they need to do, it's one person trying that has one mission that they're trying to get done and mm-hmm. everything goes wrong. I mean, you're in a war, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, and it's it's two kids that are not well-known actors, which mm-hmm. I really like, but then you've got these cameos of people that you really know that are only in there yeah. for a few minutes. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's literally in there for two scene. minutes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a two-minute maybe – um, and but the cinematography is fantastic. Roger Deakins is a cinematography god. It's, that man is like, incredible. It was just a beautiful movie to watch, and but sad because it's mm-hmm. you know obviously what you're watching um, is not that good. Easy. But I yeah. but I I enjoyed it. That um, one's on my list to see. Um, yeah. Seems us. to be the new trend in the war movies. World War One seems to be the new topic. Anyway, well, yeah. World War Two so played out now. Yeah, <laughs> it's so last year. It's so it sounds it sounds silly to talk about historical events like right. that, but it kind of is. It, there's been a lot yeah. on World War Two, not as much on World War One. Well, Midway um, sucked. So yeah, did you Midway, see us? Um, yes, I saw us, and I actually enjoyed us. I liked it, didn't love it, but yeah, that I enjoyed one was, it. Was good. Yeah, I enjoyed us. Um, yeah, but again, it's not like on my. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday was Beatles all right. Film. Yeah, it was fine. Um, it was it was it was fun. The I had Beatles some film. It wasn't issues really, with it. I've heard that the director's cut. It, there's they changed the ending. And I've heard it makes it quite a bit better. Oh really? Oh, okay. So, okay. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Then. The report. Mm, I, I want to see that one. Love the report again. Um, again, Driver. you can see it. Yeah, you can see it. It's, it's a Netflix, a good year right? For Adam or is it Amazon? I think it's Amazon. It's I have both, so whatever. It's on my TV, but um, so good. Um, you have Adam Driver. You have um, Mark Ruffalo. And um, I, I, I really, really, I would say if I have a number six, probably the report is nice. number six for me. Nice. Um, um, I want to see Dark Waters with uh, Mark Ruffalo, where dark, he plays the yes. the attorney for the company that uh, or for the farmers that are being having their water yes. polluted. That um, one looks it's quite ac- good. It is actually really good. Nice. So Dark Waters is great, but I would have to say the report is a little better. bit better for me. Cool. Um, I maybe it's just because I I didn't know. 
a lot about either story. Mm -hmm. But for me, the report is about the CIA agents and what happened um, right after Mm 9-11. And I, and here's some spoilers, if you didn't read the newspaper, I didn't (laughs) um, read. I mean, we were all caught up in it. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it was all about this company that went in and they pitched the government um, that we, we want to help you get, when you find someone that you think has information, we want to help you basically get that information mm-hmm. from them. And that's where waterboarding, mm-hmm. um, came up and they had all of these suspects and none of it worked. They mm-hmm. got no good information from these people, from any of these tactics. And it has been but we such did it over and over, over and, and over. over again. Yeah. It's, it's horrifying. And, and basically, I mean, you and I, we, all three of us, we could put together, um, some kind of really good pitch and come in at the lowest bid and we could get hired basically is what I feel after watching mm-hmm. this movie. The government would hire us to go in and do something like this. It's crazy to me. I mean, let's like do that. it. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to make you listen to Britney Spears and we're going to tickle you with feathers and we're going to get all the information that we need. Might... Oh, the peanut butter Falcon. I totally oh, forgot oh, that's right. about the peanut, the peanut butter Falcon. Falcon. That's yeah, that number was... seven for me. I love the peanut butter Falcon. Yeah. I really like the fact I want to see honey boy as well. I have not seen that I haven't one. either. And that one is supposed to be really good, but I like how far he's come. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf because is who there you're talking a, about. There was a couple of years ago where it was like, okay, we're going to be reading about him in the headlines one of yeah. these days. Yeah. Well, and, and Peanut Butter Falcon was the one with the uh, boy who's got Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and he credits that kid for changing his life yeah. or for saving his life. So I got to interview the director and the producer of mm-hmm. the film. And the and I have to say it was so great. I got to go see it in the theater and then they sent me a screener. So I watched it again at home so I could take some notes. And it was such a delightful movie. And the fact that I liked it so much and – um, Dakota Johnson was in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not my favorite man, but I re she did a great job in this film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, th- I would have to say that's in my top 10 for nice. the year. Nice, this, nice. this is the hard thing about going through movies and reviewing them mm-hmm. for a whole year is because we do miss some of oh, those. Yeah. Other, oh yeah. That movie was, <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes to show you. I mean, yeah. studios are very smart in how they release the films mm-hmm. and where they release them in mm-hmm. the time of year and everything it's as far as science, the consideration. Man. Yeah. Location, location, location. Yeah, absolutely. Motherless Brooklyn. Um, oh, I yeah, actually, that was the one. I enjoyed I that it film. Okay. It was okay, but I definitely think that um, as far as the acting went in that film, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not a huge fan of Edward Norton, Edward Norton um, but he did a great job. I heard um, he had a little bit too much of a, of a tick. Who am I to say? I yeah. have no idea. I, I just heard it was distracting. Tick. Like well, it it's was... supposed to be distracting. Like that's if you have yes. that. Oh yeah, then and, it's and gonna be distracting. We, we so for me, that, we, we do, have a friend yeah. who does. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, so I just heard me, he took it too too much. For was, me, what I thought was great about it is it made you feel uncomfortable. And I bet that person who has that tick is uncomfortable every day of their life. So I think it did its job to me as, as a viewer mm-hmm. feeling just as uncomfortable as they okay. did, but yeah. he still got through it. And I, yeah, I, I enjoyed that film. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but definitely um, on the Up list. Um, I'm just going through this list and we'll publish this list of movies on the website of all of the movies that are um, eligible for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I actually have it on the B98.7 website, but we can put it on mm-hmm. nice. uh, the Stolen Joy web- websites. Um, Judy, um, I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy. I knew you did, But yeah. literally, I, I, my dad was playing um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow upstairs today because um, he was watching some special and I immediately just had like flashbacks. I, I, I had, you know, you're, I was triggered yeah. from this film. Mm-hmm. Like I've told you guys over and over yep. that yep. this movie just makes me hate the Wizard, the Wizard of Oz now because of how she was. But I, I have never been triggered so much until I watched this wow. film and I realized that a movie could actually That's make powerful. you be triggered in real life about wow. things that you never experienced. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, not on my favorite list because it doesn't make me, but it was, I think the movie needed to be made. I'm glad it was right. made. I hope more people watch it. And because I mean, the things that she went through, mm-hmm. um, I don't think anybody should have to go through for sure. I've heard good things about little women. Yeah. Little women. I really I, I enjoyed have a lot of guy friends who were like, I went with the wife and the kid and Ended up really enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I went when it came out. I was like, "Why do we need?" I like exactly. all the, yeah, the sixty other Little well, Women movies. The one I that like came the out book. in the nineties that had uh, 
Winona, Winona, Winona Ryder. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed One of my that. favorites. Yeah. But I had a big crush on her at the time, so that may have been why it was one of my favorites. <laughs> too. But um, my wife went and saw Little Women today and loved mm. it. And she felt the same way. Why do we need another mm-hmm. But it was Little a really movie, good take she really and I felt it. great and I think people should go see it. I definitely I definitely think it's a great movie. Not that it really matters because I don't put a lot of stock into it, but it's over 90% for both the audience mm. score and the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Again, not that I put... Yeah. But still. But yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else on your guys' list that I kind of hit all mine hit all years. What about you over there? It was a good year for movies. It was a good year for movies. And I think there were a lot of different movies that came out this year and it was a lot of fun. A lot of sequels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to see the same dominance from Disney next year that we saw this year. No. Just because they don't have the same slate coming out. I mean, you've got when you have Endgame, the end of the Avengers, and end of, the end Star, of Star Wars, Wars. Yeah. yeah, end of Toy Story, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll continue to dominate. And uh, I'm going to put air quotes on the end of Star Wars and the end of Toy yes, Story for yes. because I think either They're one of those we could see. Future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think there'll definitely be more Star Wars films, but I don't think it'll revolve around the Skywalker's. Right. Got Let me it. clarify when I say the end of Star Wars. <laughs> I, I totally understand that it's the end of the Skywalker <laughs> right, saga. Right, right, right. But even with that, I, I don't think we're going to see the end of some of the main characters. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So. Well, cool. So, I mean, I put my top five list out there. You kind of said some of the mm-hmm. ones that you guys like. Any ones that you to- like people, if they haven't seen them yet, they totally need to go see? Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> one. But I, if you haven't seen Star Wars, you really need to go out and see yeah, it like, on the big screen. I don't think it's going to mean as much or be as good if you're waiting for it to just come out on Disney Plus or whatever yeah, to watch. No, you need, you to, need see to go it see it on the big screen to really get it. Sure. Because I don't think on its own merits it's going to stand as a, as a great movie after it comes out. And our friends at Megaplex had um, six out of the top ten theaters in the nation good job, um, Megaplex. for ticket sales here in Utah That's because awesome. we're the nerdiest of nerds, peeps. We, we are. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> well, I know that they set records for Harry Potter attendance when those movies were out. They set mm-hmm. records for all sorts of stuff. Yeah, Utah likes our... We like we our do like our, ner- yeah. our nerdy stuff. It's yep. true. Yeah. We like it nerdy around yeah. here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> you well, guys, it has been an awesome year of movies, but it's been awesome talking about movies this past year with both yeah. of you. It's this is, gonna, this so is our last fun. episode of... The, it's our last year. recording for the year. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put a bow on it. Happy New Year, Woo! everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us. Yes, Absolutely. thank you it's to been, all of our listeners for sure. And we've got our year mark is coming up in February. I think our first episode was the first or end of February it, somewhere right in there. In there. Yep, yeah, we're coming up So we'll on do it. an anniversary episode. We'll do an anniversary episode. Nice. It'll be fun. A best of clip show. I mean. Well, we, you know. <laughs> Jake's like, Unless now. the producer decides not to do that. <laughs> oh, great. I say we yeah, do. Thank you for you putting that on No, me. I say we plan on doing our live show. Oh, yeah. fun. I think yeah. we have. I think we try and have an audience for that. Let's try and put that together. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be fun. fun. Okay. That'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be really cool. And, and again, with Jordan, uh, with the Megaplexes, thank you yeah. for having us out for the Star Wars marathon. Oh, yeah, They're that was a lot of fun. They're going to help us host our Star Wars roundtable, mm-hmm. which is coming up, which is going to be really cool. So maybe we can do something there with an audience. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Cool. Yeah. I love I love Megaplex. They're some of my favorite Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. All right. Well, if you uh, want to find us, you can find us on all the social media, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can also find us wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. Stitcher, Spotify, where all the places. And now, of course, on Krypton Sci-Fi Radio, yes. which we're excited about. Thank so you. Thank you for having deal, us. <laughs> in any case, thank you for listening, and we won't see you at the movies. Bye. Bye. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.